0: I think sometimes we have fear because um, we don't know how people are gonna are gonna accept us when we're being ourselves and when we're not wearing masks anymore. Yeah. And so we're we're afraid of re- there's so many things we're afraid of rejection, mm-hmm. being ostracized maybe from the group, not accepted. So welcome to Chai with Us podcast. This is Ivana from Okolo Isabel's. and this is Erica, aka the
1: personal developer.
0: And today we are on podcast number thirteen. We're going to discuss fear and what fear means to us. Yes. Thank you for joining us for this hour while we discuss fear.
1: Thank you, everybody. As you know, we have a cup of tea every time we get together to talk about these sensitive and important topics.
0: Today, I'm drinking
1: green tea with lemon. Yummy! What Very about nice.
0: You? I'm back on my iced tea. It's yeah. really good in this heated environment.
1: Good for you, girl. I'm kind of jealous okay fear 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 um what is fear
0: fear to me is being afraid of something happening that i cannot control um it is that sweaty palms heart racing um you know i used to be so i was a trial attorney so I used to be afraid of going up in front of the judge and talking to him and but I had to force myself because I was representing clients so whether I liked it or not like once I got up there I felt like I was like like you said in theater like I wasn't a play and I just had to like just say what I was there to say is even though I was scared so fear is to me is being afraid of something mm-hmm. or scared of something happening what about you how do you define fear
1: okay fear I have learned that fear is pretty much like uh, a physical reaction that happens when you are scared, when you don't want to lose control, when mm-hmm. you don't know what is going to happen, or you know what is going to happen, but it's kind of unexpected. You, when, it's pretty much when you are facing the unknown or a new situation mm-hmm. or something that really makes you uncomfortable. You experience fear. Mm-hmm. So your heart starts racing, you start sweating, you know, some people from their hands, it happens to me, my hands start sweating and uh, my, my, um, my breathing is very, very, very short. So mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that is fear. Fear is this thing that can paralyze you and uh, yes. wakes up your body in a way that makes you want to go the other way. That's fear. Yes, I agree oh what do you do when you are afraid
0: uh what I do is I try I try first I go into the bathroom where I'm by myself and I take a few deep breaths like inhale and exhale And I try to like control my breathing and then I tell myself you are safe I am safe I am safe I am safe safe. this is just a situation I am safe and then I try to remind myself um of like all the times that I was afraid and that I overcame that. So I think back like, oh, you did this and it was fine. You did this and you've done fine. So to me, it, it's cognitive behavioral therapy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back like, when were you afraid last time and everything was fine? Like this is just momentary. But I keep repeating to myself, I am safe. And that helps me. Like that really helps me like calm down and just remember that like if this is not a scary situation, it's going to be okay. What about you?
1: Well, it depends on the situation. If it is something kind of unexpected, uh, that I, I'm faced with a situation and then all of a sudden I don't know what to do, mm-hmm. I go, I, I, I turn to my, you know, to breathing, like to calm down and to center and, and just to breathe. And I love the I am, I am safe. Affirmation is one of my go-to for everything. Mm-hmm. And the sentence that I heard, Uh, a few years ago was, it's not fear, it's excitement. I like that. I use this sentence a lot. Every time I'm doing something new, every time I'm doing something fun, but I'm scared, you know, because sometimes our body kind of doesn't know the difference between doing something exciting and actually fear for our lives. And we have to think about and to realize, you know, that we are primitive. We are primitive Mm -hmm. beings. So when mm-hmm. these responses come, they come, you know, from our guts, like for, from something that it's very primitive um, on us. Yeah. So it's not necessarily, you are not in danger, right? Mm-hmm. In some situation, it's not that you are in danger, but your body is telling you that you are in, in danger. It's kind of a, an inadequate response to to the situation, because this response is supposed to make you run. because. Uh, uh, you know, yes. fight, flight or run or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it helps me a lot to tell myself that it's not fear, that it's excitement. And then okay. I also use a lot the sentence, I get to do this. Like how yeah, long I, like that. I have this opportunity. I get to figure this out. I get to uh, to better the situation. I get to have this conversation. And that kind of, you know, makes a switch in my brain. And then, I'm not the scary girl. I'm a person who has control. You know, I get to do this. Okay, let's do it. And it's not fear, it's excitement, is another one which is great.
0: So how would you, what is the difference between fear and excitement? Like, how do you define what excitement is? Excitement
1: is just like, uh, it's, it's uh, similar to, to happiness, right? It's
0: yes, the, other, yes. the other way. Excitement, it's like you're shaking so hard, you're so excited something's gonna happen. I mean,
1: you really want this to happen, and you are all—you are more than happy. You want to do this. You want mm-hmm. to do this, and you can't—you just can't wait. And it's—it's it's probably something very brave, and that's why mm-hmm. you're really like. <laughs> but but I mean, you're gonna be okay. You're probably just excited. You—if you're gonna speak in public for the first time. Yes. You can be scared and excited because, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to talk. You're going to speak in public. Yes. It's not only fear. that's
0: also excitement
1: and other um, emotions that are behind that. Yeah.
0: Uh, there's something that I learned in that movie that I really liked. And he said, when you're afraid of doing something, count to three and then just do it. So one, two, three, done. I like that because then you're not – because we're, we're afraid because we're thinking about it, right? Like we're thinking about – about it and focus so much on, on the thought of it instead of just doing it. So if we're in the process of just doing it, it feels, I think, a little bit easier to deal with fear.
1: Yeah, it's when, we're, what do you when think? We, were, we were having this conversation, like, and how do you how you stop being feeling afraid? And like, you, you don't. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Fear is going to be there. The The yeah. secret is just to do it anyway. And, yeah. and then, one, two, three, let's go and let's do this because fear is not going anywhere.
0: It's going mm-hmm. to
1: be there. Fear is going to leave you when you actually do the thing. That's I
0: agree. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love what you just said. Fear is going to leave you once you do the thing. And it's so yeah. true. It's only like a minimal amount of time. And then you're in excitement stage. And, and then you feel so empowered after. Yeah, dude. I just
1: had like, I just had an aha moment like Oprah. Because I was like, yeah, exactly. That's how you, take, that's how you get rid of the fear. When you actually do the thing. It is Exactly. Fear. Mm-hmm. because was, there's nothing you can do you can cope with it in a better yes.
0: way and there are some tools mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i love what you talked about before we started recording you talked about how you need to rehearse so when i was training for a triathlon you first run then you bike then you swim and i was afraid that i was going to drown with like so many people in the water and the only way that it get through it is to actually just do it and not think about it so just swim bike and run and then afterwards when you were done you had like so much like energy and excitement of finishing your first triathlon and happiness that that overpowers the fear that you had so when you do the second one you just keep remembering all the excitement that you had at the end of it and how great that felt and that's what pushes you through it and so that's why I love what you said at the beginning before we started recording is that you have to rehearse because that's what helps you get through it
1: yeah it will help you get through it and and then the fear is going to still be there, but then you do it and and that's it. And that's magic. And I mean, when you have, when you fear something, just,
0: you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I lost. <laughs> I was afraid. That's what happened. Where did she go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, why? Say, so, like,
0: <laughs> when you have fear, you duck. Right? <laughs> no, you do the opposite.
1: <laughs> okay, so Ivan's example is the automatic response, <laughs> and we want the other response. We want to rehearse. You can do this. This is one of the things. Let's talk about tools that you can use to help you cope with fear because I yes, understand
0: I love that. it's not so easy.
1: Like, oh, okay, I have fear and let's go. I, I understand it. That's not how it works. And that's not how I function. You know, I have to yes. do a lot of things until I get to this, yes. this place. Uh, so, one of the things that you can do um, to fight fear or to embrace fear, you don't have to fight it, um, is just basically if you can. Preparing in
0: uh-huh.
1: And don't prepare too much. And don't be sloppy.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Middle ground. Because if you prepare too much, then you are like preparing and you're never going to do anything because you're just busy uh-huh. preparing. It happens to all of us. Uh-huh. Then don't be sloppy because then you are insecure and you're going to be more scared because you didn't prepare. Uh-huh. So if it's, if it's a situation where you get to prepare, well, then do it. And it's gonna, you are gonna feel more secure when- um,
0: Yeah. I think in law school, they taught us how to, like, deal with embarrassment because in a class of 90 people, you had to stand up, you had to answer to the teacher, and sometimes the teacher tore you apart. Like, you know, you thought you were doing good, and then all of a sudden, like, you're in this, like, arguing with the teacher, and you look like an asshole. And I feel like three years of that taught you how to deal with embarrassment so that when you go into court, you're not afraid to stand up to the judge and, talk, and argue with the judge. Like, that's what I learned in law school. Like, don't be afraid of someone that's more powerful than you but like, this is how you are. So sometimes I think fear, fear of embarrassment is a really big one. What do you think about that?
1: Yes, it's a big That's one. A very,
0: I think that one. all of us like don't want to be embarrassed because then we think that people are going to think like less of us. Yeah, and in a bit, we're going to talk
1: about like how fear affects your life. And it is one of the ways it affects your life. You are so scared of feeling, of being Embarrassed in front of people mm-hmm. that you actually do, are not living the life that you want, and well, we all have experience uh, with that. Mm-hmm. Um, about tools, uh, about other tools, I would also suggest meditation. Yes, meditation is a grounding technique. We already know, uh, and and it's um and it's a good technique to help you calm down because most of the the part that makes us Uh, avoid fear and to um, to to drop everything when we feel fear is that it has a very physical response like it's it's Mm -hmm. it's so physical and you feel it's so you know so intense that you want to give up so i would say meditation and breathing work helps a lot with fear as well because it tones down a little bit your um respiratory system and um and your mind and And the
0: other thing you can do as well is instead of like saying out loud i'm safe you can write it on a piece of paper because it just depends on what kind of learner you are if you're the type of learner that needs to like read something Mm -hmm. writing down i am safe i am safe i am safe and then reading it to yourself might help you more than saying it out loud Mm -hmm. um so it just depends on what kind of learner you are and what you resonate with but i agree with everything that you said the meditation Mm -hmm. the breathing the affirmations There's this thing that I saw in a movie and it was like made in Manhattan. I don't know if you've seen that, but the guy that was running for, he was a politician, he was running for something. He says that he keeps a paper clip in his pocket. What I used to do is I would have a piece of gum in my mouth and that would like, I wasn't chewing it when I was talking to people, but just having it there and like, and just, it helped me. Like that was the thing that I always needed when I was getting ready to give a speech.
1: Oh, that's very that's very good advice. You can also have like a, a lucky charm or
0: yes. something that is really dear to your something heart. Something you can hold in your hand, so it's physical, yeah, like and like then and then you can reason. like use it. Yeah, or something that
1: someone you love gave you. It makes yes. you really comfortable.
0: Yeah, those those are great great ideas. Or jewelry that make you feel confident, you know, like or dressing, dressing the part, right? Like the more you do these things, the the you're stepping into a role, right? Like put mm-hmm. on your suit, put on your heels, go into court and be done with it, and not be scared. Just count to one, two, three, and then just talk.
1: Yeah, you can also if you are dealing with a specific situation, you can also write down like a list of your reasons why you are doing something, mm-hmm. and every time that fear hits you, just Go to that list and read it and read why you're doing what you're doing and what is more valuable. What you want to achieve or the fear that you're feeling now that you know that will stop, you know, eventually.
0: Yes. And where do you feel fear? Because I feel fear in my stomach where my gut is. Like that's like what happens is like when your stomach just drops and you feel afraid of something. So I think it's also important to note that we need to have fear in order to survive. Like we need to like listen to our gut feelings when we're in certain situations that maybe we're not picking up on what's going on, but our system is. So that's why I think it's important to always listen to your gut and what is your gut telling you?
1: Yes. Yes, totally. I mean, fear is is definitely a sign. I think that the problem is that sometimes we misread the signs. Yes. Sometimes we are excited for something and we misread it as uh, this is fear. Let's go, let's drop it. Sometimes it is actually our intuition.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. You
1: know, fear comes before all all that you know. And sometimes yeah. we already know that we are in a in a tough situation and we don't want to hear it. And then all of a sudden it happens. So yes, it is important to listen to your to your intuition. Like. Totally. I think we, we talk mm-hmm. about this in every, in every episode. We talk about intuition and how important it is like for you to listen to, mm-hmm. to your intuition. About the fear, sometimes you should listen to it and sometimes mm-hmm. you should not listen to it. If it's connected mm-hmm. to your intuition, yes, listen to it. If it's not connected to your intuition and you know that you are feeling excitement, happiness, longing, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff then just fear sometimes needs to be a little bit rationalized, right? Yes. Because you need to be like, okay, my heart is beating like crazy, but it's not. everything
0: is okay. I'm not going to
1: die. You have to tell yes. yourself kind of um, stuff.
0: I agree with that. I think it's very important to, to figure out where the fear is coming from and why it's, it's there.
1: Yeah, and question your fear because sometimes in life we are scared of so many things, you know. I was so scared of having different know, some sort of conversations. I was scared of open up. I was like so many things. I was I was scared for so many things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and it's sometimes it's good for you to ask where is where's is this fear coming from? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you realize that it's not even coming from you.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. I think sometimes we have fear because um we don't know how people are gonna are gonna accept us when we're being ourselves and when we're not wearing masks anymore. Yeah. And so we're, we're afraid of, re- there's so many things we're afraid of rejection, being mm-hmm. ostracized maybe from the group, not accepted. Yeah, yeah. What is it that you fear the most? Oh, that's a tough one. What is it that I fear the most? Uh, I have to think about it. Let's, do you know what you fear the most?
1: I know what I feel the most, but I am dealing with it so well right now that I may, I may have to find another
0: fear. But it's the fear. (laughs) I love how you're like talking so like eloquently, but I may have to find another fear because the one I'm going through right now is not that big of a deal.
1: (laughs) But it's true because I've been working on this like so (laughs) much, and I'm I'm really proud of myself because like I actually I think that when you are conscious of something, you you have Uh power, and then you're like you do things to change, you know, and little by little it actually, the fear leaves you, or it's there, but okay. it's very light, it's not like, it's not loud like before. Mm-hmm. And so I, also, I always had, like, I, I had a lot of fears, um, not these obvious fears, but like, for okay. example, sleeping in the dark, but they, they were justified fears. Um, and the, the fear that was stuck with me for a long time was the fear of abandonment. Okay, yes. Yeah. Because of the inexistent mm-hmm. relationship I have with my father and, you know, and all the things that happened throughout my life, I, I pretty much just thought that everybody would event, eventually leave me or abandon me. you know? That was the narrative I, I had yeah. in, my, in my head. And now I'm like, no. <laughs> like, like, I have a lot of cool people around. They yeah. stay, like, they don't leave. And the ones who who do leave, it's because they have to. It's not something personal. I'm not horrible. It's like, it's things of life. These things happen. People come and go. So I'm kind of dealing way better with the the fear of of abandonment. Okay. Yeah, so I think I have. I'm not going to get another fear because I don't (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think uh, I would agree with abandonment, but I think mine is like outright rejection—like being who you are without wearing a mask, and then being rejected for that person. Um, I think that's definitely a big fear for me.
1: Well, I think you're but I
0: think off since you have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I'm gonna have to get another fear. <laughs> let me let me pick one up out of my bag
1: let's see what else we have here don't worry it comes to hit you with the face don't worry
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah it's it's hard to think about because I think now we, we're we both are working really hard on ourselves and, yeah. and facing a lot of our fears mm-hmm. um, I did a life coaching training and that was really good because it helped me realize like what do I want in my life like what path do I want to be on mm-hmm. um, I think for me it's because like fear of rejection because I'm not on the path that everybody else is on. Like I'm not going to that nine to five job. I'm not staying in one city. I don't have that house with a husband and children. You know, I'm not living according to what society tells women like me that should be living life. And I'm not doing that. And I'm going down my own path. And I think sometimes I get a little scared as to where the path is leading me. Like I love the path I'm on. It's just, I'm a little scared of the end result if that makes any sense, but I wouldn't want to be on any other path. I'm just like, what is, because I don't know what the future holds, right? Like, it's, it's still in the shadows. It hasn't happened yet. No one in my family has ever done anything like this before.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: going against everything that I've learned and studied and society has told me to do. And, mm-hmm. But I trust, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not afraid of this path. Like, I want to be on it. I'm just afraid of what's on the other side.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, I, I think you just explained beautifully with your own words, like, the relationship that we have with fear. Like, it's yeah. there it's not going to disappear and as Mm -hmm. we said before like if you want to grow in another episode we were talking about this if if we want to grow you know there's a little bit of discomfort is going to be there and this fear is going to be there and the secret is like okay yeah i'm scared but i'm gonna do this anyway because Mm -hmm. it's normal that you feel scared for something that it's unknown yeah Mm -hmm. So you have you've lived in a different in in a in a certain environment and now you are getting out of this environment completely different and you are wondering like what people are going to think you know mm-hmm. if you are getting in a relationship is this person okay. going to accept like the way yeah. you are like I have those sorts of questions like because I meditate every day sometimes I'm silent for a day and and I I do very I a little bit. Some people may consider it's weird, you know, but my Mm -hmm. self-care is my number one priority. And the person who's with you would kind of have to understand that. Absolutely. And the path you're in will lead you there. Yeah.
0: And I think that, you know, there's safety in doing what society tells you to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's safety in having a job that you go to and, and a a house that you have like because you're living according to the rules so all the people that are not living according to the rules like we're rule breakers we're breaking the rules that society has imposed on us and that feels scary right because and what happens in school when you break a rule you get detention you get punished and so the fear now is like am I going to be punished down the line because I didn't follow the path I'm supposed to be on but you know what like all this work we've been doing I know that we're on the right path you're only ever on the right path that's meant for you you know what I mean? Everyone is. And you just have to have trust and faith that things will work out for you, that they're like they're supposed to.
1: Yeah. And you just have to do whatever makes you happy. And like you, your version, your version, this, nothing else matters. Like because exactly. I, I look at myself right now, this is a different path. Yes, but I'm freaking happy and I was never mm-hmm. happy. Now I'm freaking happy. Will I just jeopardize that or to do something that society tells me to do? No, I'm sorry. I'm also part of this society. And mm-hmm. I say that mm-hmm. there is this lifestyle as well. And it's totally valid. And it's yeah. not that we feel scared because it's new. Yeah. Yes. No one in our family did this, but they didn't have deep conversations. It's like like yeah, I totally, totally understand and relate to that. But I just think it's it's a question of embracing whatever we are right
0: now. It's like that example of going hiking, like up a mountain. You're so scared at the beginning because you don't know what you're going to encounter. If you're going to encounter snakes or other animals, Mm -hmm. and you're scared going up and you're pushing and you're like panting, trying to get up the mountain. But then on the way down, it's so much easier because you're just, you know, you've already been down that path and you know where it leads you to and you're going home. And so... That's a good analogy to like think about like how you might have fear at the beginning going up the mountain, but then when you're there, you feel fine and you never know how how close you are to the top. You know what I mean? In different areas of your life.
1: Yes, totally.
0: Totally. So many people give up right before like they're they're about to reach that success and they give up because they can't handle it anymore. And that's, you know, it's not giving up. Yeah. And
1: we rush so much. We We want to get there now. Exactly. if you want a big transformation, big changes have to come from you, through you. So you're going to find things. You're going to be scared. And it's like a lot of things are going are going to happen in order for mm-hmm. you to, to grow. Yeah. And one of the things that has to happen is for you to lose a lot of fears so you can yes. be free.
0: Yes. because That's a good thing that you just said, to be free of your fears. Because we don't like write maybe write down for audience of all the things that you're afraid of and look at them and see are they actual fears or is that just something you think that you're afraid of
1: yeah and do something radical try to do something radical and you will see that fear fear has no like i mean sometimes fear has no use for you yeah sometimes you don't need the fear sometimes you have to say listen okay you can be here it's like for example, when you are transitioning and trying to change your positive, uh, negative thoughts for your positive thoughts, you realize that all the negative thoughts are there, you know, all day. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, when is this going to stop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You listen to something negative, you say something positive, negative, positive, neg- and you, you have this fight until finally your mind kind of pull off a little bit and things start, start to get better and better with time it's mm-hmm. the same with fear fear is there and you're like chill out <laughs> even though you are still thinking you can still say something positive even though you are still scared you can still do the thing and get mm-hmm. to the other side mm-hmm. It's true yeah.
0: you mentioned something before we started about how um when you get something that you want, you're going to have to like level up. Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think that this was a little bit related to what, um, how fear can affect your life, right? When we were talking about sabotaging.
0: Yes. Yeah, okay,
1: So, so I mean, some people are scared of actually getting the thing. Yes. Because once you get the thing, then it's done your job is done and you have to figure out what comes next then you have to level up or you have to show up as you really are right uh-huh. so you say uh-huh. let's say for example i want to start a youtube channel ha, ha, ha. you set the things and everything and all of a sudden the camera is on you and this is yes. your face over there and you have to be yourself so uh-huh. you really be brave enough do you remember i used to shake when we started like, yes. my hand was shaking because it was so, like, whoa. It was a little bit overwhelming because uh-huh. we had to just actually do the thing and show our faces. Uh-huh. So fear sometimes leads you to this, like, realization that, oh, boy. Oh, now I have to this. <laughs> this is real. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, and it can lead us to self-sabotaging ourselves in life.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: so we have to be, to pay attention. Because self-sabotage is a real thing. And some people, I, I ask, sometimes I, I ask my friends, some friends are like, are you self-sabotaging yourself? Just that uh-huh. And I'm like, no, I'm not. What the hell are you talking about? I'm like, oh my gosh, totally self-sabotaging. <laughs> totally. And, and it's a real thing. And fear can, can lead you to that, to self-sabotaging. Uh, mm-hmm. you can be afraid of something positive and you can be afraid of something negative I was afraid of having a real relationship mm-hmm. a good one because I was like I don't know what to do with a good relationship
0: yeah <sighs> was, what do you mean by when you say leveling up
1: leveling up means that you have to get out of your comfort zone and mm-hmm. give and do right. more and be better you know mm-hmm. because for some people, it's easy to turn the camera. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, to be there in front of the camera and speak—that's mm-hmm. like for some people, being very good is the normal. Yes. Right. And then mm-hmm. when you actually get there, then you have to level up, and you don't know what to do. Exactly. It's good to be really good, and you know you are here. Everybody admires you. And then mm-hmm. you have to level up, and you go to new realms. Mm-hmm. and you have yeah. to, you know, and then you have to leave the comfortable of having people admiring you and thinking you are the best. And then you know, just like going to a new job.
0: Yes, yes. For mm-hmm. example. Yeah, Let's it's say true.
1: You, let's say you have a job where everybody adores you, da, 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 mm-hmm. and then you find a better job. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have a new team, people looking at
0: exactly. Jobs. You have
1: a different environment, you have to level mm-hmm. up. Some people stay at their normal ever jobs because that's where they they're okay. Yeah.
0: That's so beautiful. You are- segue into like the fear of change
1: yes
0: <laughs> yes let's talk about that like because I think a lot of people have like they get so comfortable in their life that they just don't know what to do when change happens in their life and sometimes some people are so afraid of change and I read somewhere that that is the only the real constant is change like everything is yes. always changing whether you like it or not
1: it's true that's the only truth the only truth in life is that, is that. Everything is changing, like and if you don't want to change with life, that's your problem. But you're gonna suffer because
0: change all the time. Uh, Yeah, I think we change as well. We just don't notice it. But like every day, we're waking up. We're we're a new person. You know, we're not the person we were yesterday. And it's an opportunity for you to embrace that.
1: Yeah, you know, what I, I started to a few years ago. I started to stop defining myself. Okay because every time we say like oh i am so this i am so that i am so this i am so that then like mm-hmm. we can change i mean and i think it's good for people to and for me is for me once i decided like you know what let's not label myself i know that i have some characteristics that i love yeah. and that's okay but let's not label myself too much because I then think. i leave room to grow and to be other things because you don't know what's gonna to happen tomorrow.
0: Maybe you need to And also when you label yourself, you limit yourself.
1: Exactly. It's true. Yes, then you then you limit yourself. Yeah. It's like oh I'm such a good person. Well,
0: sometimes you're we- in the limit of only being a good person. Sometimes you
1: have to be a little bit not so
0: good person. I agree. Sometimes when you have to like fight for like what's what's right for you, you have to like not be a good person. Yeah. Exactly. How do you think people can, um, what are some things people can do, aside from all the things we've already mentioned, to deal with change? To deal with
1: change. Um, hmm.
0: It's a tough one.
1: That's a a tough one. And we, we spoke about this a lot in, what episode did we spoke about? we speak about change I don't remember but anyway there's a few things that you can that you can uh, do about change I think the best thing you can do is start practicing mindfulness yes start practicing being in the now Mm -hmm. and because when you are in the now if something changes you are still in the now Mm -hmm. so nothing changes you know what I mean was that too abstract? <laughs> that was very abstract. I'm so deep today. I don't know what's happening. But, but that's it. Because when you are in yeah. the now, the now changes. You are still in the now. So if you mm-hmm. are practicing mindfulness, you are used to being in the moment, even though that moment can change. So yes. I think practicing mindfulness is a good one. And gratitude is another one instead instead of focusing on everything is changes just focus on gratitude what is it that you yeah. have that it's good right now mm-hmm. yeah and just journal about what is bothering you so much in this change.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because
1: it's way deep
0: yes it's I never agree.
1: about oh I'm just worried that I'm going to go to this place and I don't it's way deep. Just investigate. Go go deep into it and try to figure out what is it. Maybe you yeah.
0: you'll understand what is it and it's not as bad as you think. Or it could be something from your childhood. Like maybe you going to a new job reminds you of when you were a child and you had to like and you were playing with other children and they and they like rejected you and they didn't want to introduce you into the group. Mm-hmm. So this fear of like being rejected from the group as you go into a new job might still be there, even though you didn't know that it's still something that you think about. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's always good just to... Did I tell you about the Christmas, what happened to me last Christmas? No. I was criticizing Christmas all the time. I was like, damn, Santa Claus, ugly. The lights are ugly. I was... It was just crazy. And then I was sitting down with my boyfriend. We were in the bench outside. And I saw this um, Santa Claus over there. And I was, of course, criticizing the Santa Claus. And I was like, oh, my God, I just spent the entire Christmas complaining about Christmas stuff. Like, what am yeah. I doing? And my boyfriend was like, did you have a good Christmas when you were growing up? Mm. Was your father there giving you presents? And was everything bubbly and happy? And I was like, mm-hmm. ah, okay. And I stopped complaining,
0: you know, because I just... Right. You realize where it came from.
1: Yeah. And sometimes fear comes like from deeper wounds. Yes. And if you investigate that, if you're like, what? Why is it exactly that you are scared? Just look back. Look at the situation. Only you can do this. I cannot do this. Mm -hmm. Like only you can do this. Just look at the situation and what what is really happening. This goes for everything in life, right? When you are Mm -hmm. mad, when you are uh, angry, when you are very sad, depressed. Like, what is it really going
0: on? Yeah, I agree.
1: And sometimes and you're maybe,
0: just miserable. And maybe sometimes, like, the fear is, is so debilitating to you that you cannot live life normally like other people. And at that point, you really should seek out the help of a therapist that can help yeah. you change through cognitive behavioral therapy. They can help you change your thoughts about certain situations because sometimes people can have, like, really debilitating, like, fear of something that's not even real. Like, it's not even like a possibility of coming true, but they're so afraid of it. Yes. And that's when you really should seek professional help to help you because no one should have to live in fear.
1: Exactly. And in this case, just ask for help. Like, I mean, we are not in this life to suffer. Like, we are in this life to be happy. Like, that's the purpose. So mm-hmm. if you are in a situation where it's so debilitating that you cannot get yourself out of it, mm-hmm. I mean, look for help. Yes. Yes. It, it's you don't know how brave it is to ask for help.
0: Yes, I agree. People underestimate
1: this asking for help thing because some people are always asking for help, right? Some people are like, "Do this for me, do that for me." But for some people, it's really really hard to ask for help, and it's yes, and it's like so. If you need it, just really.
0: There's no shame in asking for help. There's no. absolutely there's a reason why we have therapists and life coaches and psychiatrists because they're there like people need to have an opportunity to talk openly with someone.
1: And we all we all needed help, you know? Mm-hmm. And just think about this situation. If someone comes to talk to you about this situation. And like what would you tell to this person? Would you you probably would say like go look for help, like be your yeah. best friend, like we said it uh, so many times before, be your best friend and, and act yes. on it because we all deserve to live like a life full and, and free
0: right. And look at it as an investment in your future because this person is going to help you face some fears that you may have. So this is going to be you investing in your future. It's not you just spending money, but you're investing in yourself and a better self.
1: Yes, totally. Um, oh, do you remember we wanted to
0: talk about FOMO? Yes. So what does FOMO mean, first of all?
1: FOMO, first of all, is fear of missing out. And I yes. was walking around the other day, yes, and I just realized, and it hit me, like, oh my God, I suffer from FOMO. <laughs> because I have a lot of things going on. And I love my life, but sometimes I'm not enjoying one thing because I'm thinking about the other thing that I could yes. be. doing. And sometimes mm-hmm. I look at other people doing other stuff, and I'm like, should I be doing this as well? It's <laughs> true. Yeah, I suffer from FOMO. That's horrible.
0: Fear. I know. I think it's even more prevalent now because, you know, when we were kids, we didn't have Facebook, but now, like, people are at home and they can see all their friends getting together and having a party and you're not invited, and so, you know, you're missing out on that, and it's very unfortunate, but you just have to remember that your path is your path, and you're not missing out on anything. It just might yeah. be arriving a little bit later than other people's.
1: There is there is no such thing as missing out. You I agree. You are exactly where you are supposed to. In our last episode, you said it so beautifully, Ivana. Like Ivana said something like your path is, is your path. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you, you don't see it yet because you are not using the right. You don't see the path. I, I'm saying it wrong, Ivana. You said it more beautifully. Go see the last episode. Really cool. I'm <laughs> wrong. Not the last one. The 10th the <laughs> episode, Ivana says something very beautiful about this. Go
0: check it episode number 10 she says I wish I would remember but just go watch the episode I'm such a genius now she's like oh,
1: I don't remember I say so many of things <laughs> But it was beautiful. But it's something like your path is is your path and that's it. You're not missing out anything. You think exactly. that you're missing out, but you're not. You are always where you are supposed to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Good,
1: bad, more or less, you are where, where you're
0: supposed to do. Because we're always learning. Every, everything is a lesson. Everything, you know what I mean? So sometimes, you, sometimes like your life, you've had to face all the bad stuff first and then you learn the lesson. Other people might be doing it the other way around. Yeah. Because you mm-hmm. never know what somebody else went through to get to where they are.
1: Yeah, we never know. And we don't even know how they feel. Uh, exactly. There. You know, yeah. we all have our individual path. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's it. I, I think, agree. I think, I, I think we shared everything that we wanted to share. On yes.
0: So just uh, from our audience, we would love to hear what are some of your fears that you're afraid of? Um, what? How do you cope with your fears? Do you think that they're debilitating you? Like, how can Erica and I help you in any way that we can? Uh, so just let us know. Email us at chaiwithuspodcast or comment on our YouTube. Uh, like us, share us, you know, get the word out there.
1: Yeah. And the next time you are scared, just take notes of the situation and come up with a strategy to help you the next time that it happens. Try to do it and let me
0: know how it went. So did we send the email already or we didn't? Yes, we did. ChaiWithUsPodcast at gmail.com
1: Okay, everybody. That's it. Bye-bye. Have a good week. Bye.
0: Bye.